I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today is the man. He is the man of the hour. He is the czar of all data in swimming. Of course, I'm talking to the founder and CEO of Triton Weir, Tristan Lahari. Hey, buddy, what's happening? Not too much. How you doing, Mel? You went in you know, during the pandemic. <laughs> you, I know you dove deep, and uh, and 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 I got so I cards on the table. I got to be honest with you. I, you know, I, I really appreciate the, the partnership we have at Swim Swam, and uh, the reason why and it's, it's exclusive and it is because you are the best at this. And for me, it's it's a learning process, which I think it is for a portion of the marketplace. But when I know you're in the lab, it scares me a little bit because I'm like. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta learn this, and yeah, but that's yeah. why I'm doing it. So, what, so tell, <laughs> tell me, what did you do? What did you do during the slowdown this past year? What, what was happening? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we definitely did go into the lab. You know, once we saw the market kind of slowing down, we saw teams, you know, largely shutting down around the world in many places, uh, facilities shutting down and so on. You know, we really decided, you know, we'll take this opportunity to really focus in on product. So, yeah, we basically, you know, went, went in, locked the doors and, uh, and started, started our research and our product development. Uh, of our kind of next thing. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that we we do at Triton, where one of the things that we've been very focused on for a long time is uh, not just providing data. Uh, you know, we know that providing data to coaches, you know, obviously that's where we started, uh, but that's, you know, that's something that is now being done decently well. And now we have the best data in the market. We have a ton of data, uh, but what we really want to solve next is, you know, now that we have this information, what do we do with all the data? You know, we have a ton of information. And, and when you have maybe 200 laps of practice, 30 athletes in the pool at a time, maybe a few hundred athletes in an organization tracking, you know, seven to nine practices a week, that's a ton of data. So the big thing that we went up to solve was how do we make sense of this data and how do we give feedback and value to coaches and athletes without them having to spend time analyzing the data? Uh, because that's really where this, the, the big gap in the market was to make it easy for teams to use data on a large scale uh, and incorporate it into their programs. You need to drive value, not just numbers. You know, a lot of people that listen to the podcast, so that it's, we have some young swimmers and some, some hard charging swimmers. A lot of it is uh, a lot. We have a lot of coaches. We have a lot of parents, and um, so if you are a parent, you're you're sort of like me, and you, you thought the world economy was driven by energy, and and then at one day you woke up and you found out that 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 data was a larger industry that it, that it was it, it surpassed big energy, and now it's going to move into a direction where it just dwarfs it. It in in swimming, that's also the case. And when you talk about all this data that you're, that you're pulling in, you know, what I think in terms of owning a business is this is the future. And uh, cards on the table, I got a little preview um, from, from your team and my jaw hit the ground. I was just like, wow. Uh, for, for, for anyone who swam uh, in, in the past or swam with old school coaches and everything was feel, um, this is eye popping. Uh, so let's get into it. Tell me about Triton score, the concept and how it works. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, as I said, when we, when we went into the lab and started really focusing in on, you know, this, this new concept and this new feature, it wasn't just about delivering some new, 
you know, some, some new visualizations, we decided to take a step back and look at, okay, what is our core value prop as a company and, and how are we delivering that to our users? Uh, and when you look back at you know, what we do, obviously, you know, we're trying to redefine athlete limits. We're trying to help athletes get faster, change that trajectory that they're on to make sure they can get the most out of their career. Um, so when we look at how we can do that with data, you know, the fundamentals are pretty straightforward, you know, to, to improve as an athlete, you need to train really well every single day. So it's not that hard to get faster, just train route, train really well all the time. Uh, but naturally, this concept of good training is not that simple. So what we're trying to do now is quantify what good training is and actually put numbers behind that so that you can look at that data every day and understand, did I do well today? Yes or no. And then specifically what caused that. Uh, so that's what the Triton score is. The Triton score is a score at the end of every workout that tells you how well you trained uh, based on a series of parameters, uh, looking at your skill execution, your training intensity, uh, and your overall health. And the only reason we're able to do that is because we have uh, all this data being collected of each individual athlete. So we can build these evolving profiles or models of the athlete showing us how they normally swim in terms of how fast they normally swim and how they normally execute their skills. Uh, so this allows us to then tell you how you did today compared to that evolving model of yourself to see uh, you know, ultimately really where your gaps are and how you can get faster uh, most efficiently. And this makes sense to a lot of people because everyone increasingly, even if you're, you're, you're technology averse, a lot of people are, are they're getting the Apple watch or they're getting the, the whoop in there. And uh, these companies are not focused on swim. That's one thing that's beautiful about uh, your space and uh, the fact that it, swim is so unique, but everyone sort of understands this because if you're not doing it, you have a friend or a spouse and they're tracking their sleep, they're tracking their, their steps. They're tracking, they're tracking their stress levels and, and it changes their life. It changes yeah. what you do. Uh, so, yeah. so do you see Triton score as, as I, I see this constantly being dialed in and constantly exactly. getting tighter and tighter and tighter and telling you this is where you're at in season. Yeah, and I think the, the whole idea with this is that it's it's not designed to, okay, I'm going to wholeheartedly change exactly what I do every day. I'm going to completely change what I do and, and move over to this. It's not really about that. It's about making small iterative changes all the time. You know, I want to know really quickly, you know, what is my what is my load balance? What is my readiness based off of my load monitoring in terms of my readiness score? You know, how well am I executing my skills compared to how I wanted to? You know, are my freestyle underwater suffering because of X, Y, and Z? Are my training intensities too high or too low for this time in the season? And it just allows you to really quickly iterate on, you know, is this the path that I need to be on or not? And if not, where do, where do I need to make a change? Uh, and it really gives you that feedback with numbers that are unbiased as never before. You know, in, in an old school way, we, you're, it was ideally a great coach knew you, but it was never exact. So they would watch you swim. They would see that you're either having a great day and it's time to, to test, you know, test you and, and, uh, and burn the jets. Or they would, they would notice something's going on by your demeanor. They would see you swimming low in the water and they would say, okay, uh, you, you must have a final coming up or your parents are fighting at home. Um, now that's got to be reflected in the data. That's got to be, yeah. it's, it's got to be dialed into, whoa, this, we're in a deep trough now, or mm -hmm. you're, uh, I'm not pushing you hard enough. I find that fascinating. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think it's, it's one of these things that if I'm, you know, a coach with one athlete, I can see so much stuff, right? It's, it, there's a lot that I can see. I can focus on every element of that athlete, but when I'm a, a coach with 20 athletes or 30 athletes, or in some cases, 70 or more athletes, there's no way, you know, I just don't have the time at the pool per athlete to, to actually give them that attention. Uh, so having that data to back you up is so powerful uh, and allows you to, yeah, like take into account, you know, are they always executing their skills well, or are they only executing their skills well when I'm looking at them? You know, this is a, an understanding of, 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 you know, are they consistently improving that skill or not? Um, and, and the idea is that with this, we can almost get rid of this concept of a test set. We have test sets as spot in time, point in time measures of how an athlete is progressing because it's not feasible to track data all the time. I can't have three stopwatches going, you know, constantly during a, you know, a set, giving everybody feedback. But if you track data every single day, you know, you can't hide from the numbers. I can see how my skills are changing. I can see how my intensities are changing, regardless of what we're swimming every day. Uh, so it gives me that kind of, uh, you know, that, that feedback that a test is designed to give me, but every single day for an entire workout. The value of it is, is just increasing. It's like we, everyone knows this, this, this is the new reality. Um, but markets are slow to change. Well, when they do change, they change rapidly. It's like you, once it starts, once that needle starts to move, the change is rapid. What do you think is the biggest hurdle for data to become commonplace, for it to be critical for sure. in yeah, every so single I, program? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's, you know, I think there's about you know, probably three core reasons I would see why the market is, uh, you know, maybe resistant to change or, or what are going to be hurdles for for big data to become, um, you know, bigger changes. So when we look at this, I think I, I see. Um, you know, the, you know, ultimately the, the issue with uh, obviously price can be a challenge uh, when we're looking at, um, at things with a team, you know, it's not necessarily a rich sport all over the place. Certain places can afford things more than others. Certain can't, um, you know, I think the other challenge is making sense of huge amounts of data, uh, which I brought up earlier. You know, we know um, having a ton of data can be really overwhelming, you know, in, in, you know, to an athlete and to a coach. So making sense of that data. Uh, and then the other big thing is, is naturally educating coaches on what is actually possible with data. This is such a leap from maybe how things have been done in the past. You know, we're really trying to make sense of, of what is possible. Uh, and, and we're trying to educate coaches as to, you know, what they can do with it, because again, you don't know what you don't know. So we need to make sure that people understand that. Um, so again, we, yeah, we are trying to address all these points with this new offering. Uh, you know, we are making sense of data uh, for our coaches. Uh, with the new Triton score, with the new scoring systems, we automate that data analysis for them just to drive value. Um, you know, we're trying to help educate, uh, you know, educate the, the coaches and athletes through things like this and through other content that we try to push on a regular basis. Uh, and we know cost is such a sensitive point for teams and athletes uh, that we're trying to find new ways to, to sell the product in a way that doesn't break the bank and makes it easy to adapt. Uh, so we've actually, with this new release, we have also released new price points that people can come in at. Um, you know, the first one being a monthly opportunity to come in at 20 bucks a month, nothing else up front. You get your free Triton 2 unit with that membership uh, and, uh, and that's all you pay. So it's it's pretty low barrier. Uh, and we even have you know a higher discount if you want to pay for a couple of years up front. It comes down to the equivalent of 12 bucks a month and even lower with volume discounts per team. So we're really trying to find ways to make it work for anybody, no matter where you are, no matter what level of athlete you are. I think it's important to say that, that um, the market is hungry. Like uh, I, I can't tell you how often my phone rings and uh, I'm hearing from parents or I'm hearing from coaches and they're asking for something extra. They're asking for insider information or do you know this coach or what do you think of this program or 
you know, I'm at this program. Could I drive 30 minutes to this other coach? And what do you know about this coach and what can they do for me? And uh, so parents and coaches, sometimes kids are, are always saying, you know, where can I invest time, money, your energy? And, and to me, this is the most obvious step. This is, this yeah. is the investment in you and in your career. Because, you know, if, you're, if, if one person's swimming in a family, the entire family swimming, and they're super dedicated, uh, I like the new price points. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, when I talk to, to parents, athletes, coaches, and so on, no matter what they're looking to invest in, I try to, you know, explain it, try to invest in something that's going to continuously add value to the athlete. Um, you know, there's some things that we invest in the sport because it's nice, it's flashy, you know, if, uh, you know, but, but why, you know, why am I spending, if I'm a 12 year old athlete, that's, you know, kind of mediocre, why am I, why am I spending 300 bucks or more on a racing suit? That's going to give me a one-time career gain. You know, I'm going to save a few tenths for my entire career with this purchase that I'm going to have to keep paying every single year just to, just to keep my racing suits up to, up to snuff or have a bunch of different racing goggles, whatever. Like those things are nice. They're vanity things though. You know, this is a, this is the kind of thing that will help you get better. This will genuinely, uh, you know, make, make you a better athlete if you act on the insight. Uh, and it's also now more engaging for athletes, you know, without it, it's not just a bunch of numbers anymore. It's really engaging scores that, you know, I, I find when I use it, it's, it's, it's just super addictive to come back and see how my scores are. Uh, so I think there's an element of keeping athletes engaged while driving the right behavior and training, uh, which is uh, you know a challenging thing to do for sure when you're in the the, the peak of, of of you know tough training seasons. Depending where you live, your lifestyle choices, that our, our our community, the swimming family is pretty diverse. So you know how does Triton Wear work for a small community club, twenty athletes, uh, compared to like uh, you know NCAP or Nitro that that are that are massive you know super clubs. Yeah, for sure. So I think our, our new application, the new way that it's structured is that we started everything with the athlete first. It's all about the athlete. It's all about the, you know, the, the, the mobile experience, the, the phone experience and the athlete experience. And so all these insights start with the athlete. And then as you grow as an organization, you know, whether you're a, a private coach with three athletes, a community club with 20 athletes or a massive club with a few thousand athletes, we have different ways to serve that you know, use case. So if I'm an individual athlete, I'm getting these scores and I'm trying to make decisions on my own and maybe having uh, some insight from Triton's content to help me. Uh, if I'm a, a, a you know, a, a remote coach and I'm trying to track a few athletes in different locations, I can now do that in this platform, no matter where they're training and then give them feedback based off of the data. When I'm a community club coach, I'm now maybe tracking those 20 athletes uh, on a regular basis on my tablet in practice and then analyzing it to give more feedback uh, to each individual athlete. But then when I look at this full organization, you know, I'm, now I'm able to not just look at this one group, but we can have this more complex group uh, for an organization where we can have these teams within teams uh, structure so that I can see, hey, maybe I've got a bronze group, a silver group, gold group, national group, and so on, all training at different times, with different coaches. So the owners of these teams can now have some oversight into what's happening in terms of performance across the board for the entire team, uh, where they can actually see what's happening in each individual group while keeping each group kind of in their own silos. So they don't get distracted by everything else on the team, uh, focusing on their own performance, but giving some oversight into to how the entire you know, team might be progressing so that the hopefully the team managers and maybe other support staff can better support the entire organization and make sure it's all rowing in the right direction to get more athletes up to the top groups. Yeah, it's it's my hope that, that entire teams um, become Tritonware teams. Uh, cause you, you want these, you want these data sets to be by team. It, it, and I think everybody understands this, you know, as, as a team, you'll go to a big meet or you'll, you'll rest and taper and you'll go to your peak, 
peak meet of the season, you're watching your teammates. And if somebody dives in, they have a bad swim, you're like, we might have missed our taper. Something yeah. might be off. Uh, those are really tough moments and you don't want to have tough moments like that as a team. So it's, it, it, yeah, is, is there, we, I just, so I, I want you to unpack this for me because I think you've explained it, but it's just, you know, if I want this to be team wide is, uh, you know, what's the sure. benefit, what's the support, Absolutely. does a discount, you know, is there a discount for yeah. the entire team? Sure, sure. Yeah. 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 So for, for teams, I, I think, I think you nailed it there. It, it is, when you look at it on a bigger picture, it's actually changing the culture of a team to become data driven. So it's it's an it's a it's a conscious decision to become a data driven organization, um, and that needs to come from the top. You know that, that needs to be driven by the coaches, the ownership, and so on. Um, and it has, there has to be buy in by the athletes. But you know if you're really trying to make a big difference in how the organization is going to do as a whole, it needs to be team wide, or at least within a certain you know level and above, uh, because that's how you make differences by starting with young athletes that are then moving all the way up, and you're helping that feeder program uh, to the very top. So it's really important that, you know, everyone, again, is rowing in the same direction and, 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 and leveraging the same type of benefits and tools uh, at all levels. Uh, and, and actually, we, try, again, try to make that simpler for teams by having volume discounts for our larger organizations. Uh, so it, it makes it very easy that as the cost comes down, you know, frequently down to $10 a month equivalent or less, uh, you can effectively make this something that you just add on to club fees. Uh, so there doesn't have to be any capital expense up front for the team. They can just say, hey, we're going to bump your fees up by 10 bucks a month. The entire team is now on Triton where everybody has their own unit. Everybody has the app. They all have this engaging platform to understand the performance every day. Uh, and that the team now has this opportunity to see what's happening and, and op optimize that feeder program of athletes throughout their program and the entire organization's performance uh, as a whole. I'm, I'm an average size club. We've we've flipped. We're now we're now Triton. We're a team. Get granular with me and, and, and walk me through what's what's a, a day week in the life yeah. like of a Triton. We're a team. Yeah, for sure. So you know, step one, nothing really changes in practice. It's it's a, you can use it as much as you want or as little as you want. So what happens is each athlete has their own Triton unit, uh, a little device here that goes under their cap at the back of their head. Uh, they just turn the device on. It knows their name is connected to them uh, when it uh, pops up in the tablet for the coach. Uh, coach just starts the workout, <clears throat> excuse me, on the tablet. And then the athletes jump in and swim. We just track all the data for the workout for them. Uh, you know, we're traffic tracking every single lap of the workout. Uh, and, then, and then we effectively allow them to have that real-time element of the data during practice. So coaches can look at their distance per strokes, their stroke rates, their speed underwater, speed above waters, their uh, stroke indexes, you know, their, their, their uh, intercycle variations and new metrics that we're releasing now. Uh, you can have all that data at your fingertips as much as you want to use it. Um, you can have it on a tablet. You can have it displayed on a TV so that the athletes can see it while they train. Um, you could have a tablet per lane in some cases to have their athletes see the data uh, live while they swim. So it's, it's modular. It's as expandable as you like uh, for your whole team. Um, but then once the workout's over, that's where the, the real number crunching comes into play. And that's where we automatically analyze the athlete's data to tell them how well they executed the entire workout and then more specifically, uh, breaking it down for their skill execution, training intensity, and the athlete's health. Um, and we feed that athlete and push that right to the athlete's phone. So they get notified as soon as that analysis is ready. So the athlete has this engaging element of how did I do today? 
which is super compelling and, and quite addictive as an athlete. And then the, the coach then has this dashboard of all their athletes and how all their athletes did today. And what it's trying to do is help me as a coach understand, okay, which athletes do I need to support and help because they obviously had a really bad day today and which athletes do I need to congratulate because they had a great day today. So it helps me understand, you know, who should I focus on, uh, who needs my help, who doesn't, uh, and, and, and really what should I do about it. Uh, without again without having to look at set by set rep by rep data every single day for all your athletes it's more about making decisions and acting on that as a coach you know just do coaching and let us do data uh, and that's really what we're trying to do with this this new system you know when, you, when i think about clubs uh you know this this is uh this applies at the club level it applies with with elites um some clubs you know kids kids might be commuting over an hour and instead of going to that you know they might not hit every practice and they might practice at home it sounds to me like you're, this is perfect for remote coaching. And also we have a lot of elite swimmers who train on their own. Sure. They train in a different city. They're being coached Absolutely. by an elite coach on the other side of, of the continent. Uh, yeah. you know, how does that work? Yeah, I think it really expands the boundaries for coaches. And, and we see that with the you know, remote coaching becoming a bigger and bigger thing. Uh, so, you know, absolutely, it gives the opportunity to, to see what's happening for an athlete, you know, all over the place, uh, you know, whether they're athletes that are, you know, club athletes training in high school sometimes and at the club other times and getting a holistic view as to you know what's happening uh, with that athlete overall. But also now, with like you said, with the more elite level athletes, you know, obviously, if they're traveling and competing at ISL uh, or if they're traveling and competing at, you know, the, you know various international competitions they're not always with their coach or their support staff so they have this window into how they're doing from uh, you know a, a readiness perspective you know their skill execution intensities that they should and should not be training uh, you know again with without having to you know, reiterate that information to a coach over the phone uh, you know we have this portal into this window into what's happening uh, for, for athletes no matter where they are I mean, what's interesting is that you know this this is such a normal situation in swimming and we're coming up on a moment where everybody's making their team, you know, excuse me, not everybody. The elites are making Olympic teams all over the globe. And they're all moving into this thing that's cultural where it's an Olympic training camp. And frankly, there's only select coaches, but your coach isn't there. I, I don't think my coach ever coached. Uh, it was always another coach. Yeah. And they don't know you. But in, 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 at night, I was on the phone with the coach going, yeah, this is what I did. This is my splits. This is what happened. This is how I feel. And um, this takes all the guesswork out. Yeah, there's that. And it's both ways, right? So when you're, if you're, you know, a national team coach or, you know, maybe you're a biomechanist or a sports scientist on the national teams, you know, you only get to see athletes maybe once every few months at best. Um, and on the flip side, when you leave to go work with the national team, your coaches don't get to see you. So, you know, this is a, a this is a window for both sides where maybe you can get more support from the national team or from other groups while still getting feedback from your direct coach. Uh, so, yeah, it absolutely provides that in both directions. And you know, we see that on our side with our, our national federation clients where they might have, you know, 20 different sites outfitted with the technology in like different city states all over the place. And that gives the opportunity for the support staff to just help them more and give them more and more feedback that they could never do otherwise, because it's just not feasible to travel all the time. And, and getting feedback over the phone is great, but there's levels of bias to that. You miss things, you know, the nice thing is data is data. So it gives you that, you know, that, that, that truth and that, that you know, information that you just can't get otherwise. The data doesn't lie. 
the data is honest. The data will always be your friend. And maybe your friend doesn't always tell you what you want to hear. But the data doesn't lie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this, this is your new tagline. The data doesn't lie. The data doesn't lie. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. Uh, that, that's where coaches like to make us the bad guys sometimes. Hey, if you didn't swim as fast as you did, blame Triton. Uh... <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, what kind of athletes have already been leveraging Triton Wing? For sure. Yeah. I think we've, I mean, you know, we've been around for a while now. We started Tratemore back in 2014. Uh, you know, we've been working since then with athletes all over the globe from grassroots beginners up to Olympic gold medalists. Um, you know, at the top end, we have over 30 national Olympic federations leveraging our technology heading into the Tokyo Olympics this summer. Um, but the vast majority of our customers are club athletes. Uh, you know, that's where the, the majority of athletes are. And, you know, all, honestly, that's where the difference happens. It's great to improve the top 1%, but they're already at the top. There's, there's, you know, small tweaks that we're making here and there and making sure they're, they're, they're riding that line of training as hard as you can without getting injured. And there's a lot of value there, but you know, if you can make changes when an athlete is 10 to 12 years old and up, that's where you're going to see huge career gains because that trajectory, uh, you know, changes at a much higher rate um, and you see much bigger differences years down the road you know, than you will with the top 1%. So yeah, all levels. Uh, it's just different things you focus on at different levels. So I screwed up royally. Uh, here's the first screw up. Good folks. If you're listening right now, you need to pause and go to tritonware.com. If you're on the video, hit pause. If you're listening to the podcast, hit pause, tritonware.com. Do a deep dive. And number two, should have started with this. We just, just, just said, hey, folks, this man right here that we're talking to, he knows way more about the global community than anyone else. Um, you might not answer these questions. Uh, but the interesting thing is, is, is data is the future and data is going to determine um, the success by nation, by community of their athletes. It's going to have a, it's, it's swimming. Swimming is, is, is tiny, tiny degrees of success. And that's the difference between being good and great, between being great and becoming a legend. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the of federations, we'll just break it down to federations. <laughs> you know, are, are there any federations that are doing well, that are really, you know, they're making, making this, this turnover to, to, to data at a faster rate? So I think it's, Likely depends, you know, on the culture of the federation uh, in terms of the management in the federation at the time, but also, uh, you know, the culture of the country itself. Uh, you know, for example, when we look at, you know, countries in Scandinavia, they just have a, a much, you know, larger pull towards data because most coaches that we work with there, you know, this you know, most coaches have a master's in biomechanics or something, right? <laughs> they're they're very well educated, you know, in in the sports world, uh, you know, whereas it's it's not always the case, you know, in other countries. So I think it really depends on the country, but it always depends as well on on the the federation and the management and, and what they're trying to push you know we see certain countries that you know will be hosting the olympics in, in years to come that that obviously have a large push towards high performance and doing extremely well at those games uh, and and making long-term bets on okay we know this is going to make a difference for us uh, so we need to invest in this early uh, so we've had you know strong partnerships with with various federations in, in that respect um but it's, uh, yeah, again, I think it depends on the federation at the time and, and, uh, and what that country, you know, innately believes in to a degree as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll be as political as I can with that answer. <laughs> that was a very diplomatic answer. I, and, 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 you know, it's the, the elephant in the room is that the, when we watch the Olympic Games, we're always watching, watching large nations, big populations perform well. But in the back of everybody's head, if they're thinking, they're like, wait a minute, the United States is, you know, Australia in terms of population is really yeah. 
per capita. Yeah, it's it, it's Orange County, California. We've got one county with more people than their entire nation, <laughs> and yet they perform. Yeah. And yeah. The, the interesting thing about Tritonware is, if there's enough of a data set, you're you know you're, you're digging into this, you're you're going to go. These people are outliers. Scandinavian nations, absolutely outliers. Australia, outliers. And now what can we learn from that? And that's, I think yeah. that's the beauty. Data, data doesn't lie, but data is also beautiful. Yeah, and I think it's interesting when you look at smaller nations, it's a very different mentality. And that's also pieces as to why coaches need to, you know, be super, super educated at that level, because, you know, you need to baby every single athlete that has any sort of potential in some of those countries, because, you know, an Olympic gold medalist in a small country might only come around every 20 years. So, you know, if I find one of those diamond in the rough athletes, I need to make sure I do everything possible for them. I can't let them get hurt. I you know have to make sure that we can do whatever we can to get them to the top and stay at the top. Uh, and that's the mentality that, you know, we see in some smaller nations. So that frequently they'll be almost you know thought leaders in this space because they're trying to figure out new things that they can do that's different than a country that might have a huge population, huge number of swimmers, uh, where where numbers are behind you. So I think technology uh, and data has this power to expand the number of available hours you might have or effective hours you might have as a coach because I can see so much more after the practice ends when I have numbers that I can dig into. Whereas if I'm a coach that can only see things during practice, I'm going to be limited forever by that. Um, so there's this opportunity to to add that level of value and extend the available hours for a coach based on data, no matter what country you're in, uh, even if you're a big country or a small country. So as we close out here, I want you to finish up with this, because I think that a lot of people, when they, when they think of data, and certainly when they, when they become a Triton winner swimmer or they're on, you know, if they become a Triton winner team, uh, they're going to open this up and go, whoa, 30 plus data points. And it's almost overwhelming. And the truth is sure. it's not, it's not because of the Triton score, so break, you know, as we close out, help people understand the Triton score and how it makes your life easy. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, you know, when we started, we were giving about 12 metrics to, to coaches and athletes, and we actively did not add more than 12 because we knew it was already almost too much information. And we have to be really careful as to what we show everybody every day. Um, and, and, and we're really cognizant of that. So we, we have, we had this suite of new metrics that we knew we could provide with the new Triton two units. Uh, and we didn't release them until we had this new application ready, uh, because, uh, these new metrics are extremely valuable. It gives us such a broader picture, a more holistic view on the athlete and, and, and what they're actually doing in the pool in terms of the quality of their underwaters, quality of their above waters, quality of their transitions and so on. It gives me much more information, but you need a way to automate the analysis of that data because again, 30 data points, 200 laps, 30 kids, nine practices a week, 52 weeks a year, it's a lot, right? So, uh, you know, automating that data analysis allows you to very easily understand you know, did I execute my skills well? Specifically, what stroke did I maybe suffer on today? What phase of that stroke? So we can really quickly funnel down to, oh, you know, my freestyle underwaters are really crappy today. And specifically, it was my speed underwaters. We're just not great. You know, we need to focus on that. Uh, so it, it drives you down that value path without you needing to ever look at a length by length data analysis and 30 data points per lap trying to make that as simple as we can. And then obviously plus intensity where we're tracking how hard you're swimming, how fast you're swimming, uh, readiness where we're tracking your training load over time to make sure that we keep you in that sweet spot of adding training load while keeping your risk of injury as low as possible. Uh, and again, if you're constantly you know, training hard, uh, executing your skills well and staying healthy, you're gonna have good practices. If you keep on having good practices, you're going to get faster. Uh, and that's what Triton Score is all about, helping you do uh, you know, really well in the pool, help you execute, help you have good practices every single day so that you will get faster and hopefully will help you redefine your limits.
You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.